Dr. Lemoyne is a wife and mother of three daughters. As she shared, she is from Marksville. She's a graduate from Our Lady of the Lake College in 1996. She immediately began practicing in the maternal child field where it quickly became a passion. And after having a young family and moving home to Avoyles Parish, Ms. Lemoyne continued her work in the maternal child field of nursing. For a total of almost 22 years now, she has been working with pregnant mothers and their families in a variety of disciplines. After meeting Pastor Brian Gunner outside of an abortion clinic in prayer together, he explained to Ms. Lemoyne the vision of the Sinlaw Pregnancy Center and continued communication uh, about the development of the center with Brian and others led to her present position as the executive director. She has now been working with others to develop the center since September of last year. The doors of the Sinlaw Pregnancy Center opened on December 4th, 2017. The daily operations of the center and wearing many different hats each day has been challenging yet rewarding for Ms. Lemoyne, and she believes the internal rewards will uh, pay great dividends in the future. Um, as I've gotten to know Claire and seen her share at several different events, I've been convinced that we have absolutely the right person leading the Sinlaw Pregnancy Center, and what a great blessing it is to have her today and to be a part of this great battle for children's lives. Claire, please welcome her. asked if I wanted to, I, I might be calm enough to stay behind the, uh, the podium and not move around so much. Sometimes when I, when I start talking, first of all, I am from a Vols Parish, so we talk with our hands and we move a lot, but then it is something that I get very excited about when we start talking about the Pregnancy Center and the, and the uh, vision behind it. But um, as, you'll, as you'll see upon the screen here, um, when Pastor Stewart contacted me last week, he said, you can bring your PowerPoint, and I said, well, that's a great idea. I don't have one. So um, <laughs> go ahead and make one right quick. So um, we threw, th threw together some information that I think will be helpful in giving you um, a vision as to how we function in the clinic on a daily basis. There's even some, uh, some, some pictures of the inside of the clinic. So if you haven't been um, one of the lucky ones to come by and actually see the center yourself, you'll even see some photos up there. So it really worked out great. Thanks for that recommendation, Pastor. Um, so you'll see our location. And let me take a step back for, I think, thank you for the introduction. And uh, you obviously all know my name and my title and where I am from and a little bit about myself. So I'm just going to move on directly into talking about the center as to uh, what you guys I know are anxiously awaiting to hear. So we're located at 1254 MacArthur Drive in a um, building that is almost 6,000 square feet. Didn't been... Um, Ben from Louisiana Right to Life commented at the prayer breakfast um, last month or a couple months ago that we were the largest, newest and largest pregnancy center in the state of Louisiana. <laughs> so I thought that was an interesting fact. So we are located in prime area right in the middle of town um, and it has proven to give us rooms that we, you know, we have used um, in many different aspects. It's, it's a great blessing to have the size of the center. We're grateful to the Baptist Center for giving that to us at such a um, low cost. If you're interested, we can talk about that later. You might want to cover rent for a couple years. Um, why do we need a pregnancy center in central Louisiana? <clears throat> I think if we go, you can go on to the next slide. I think if you listen um, to the statistics that Pastor Brian spoke of, as I was sitting back here, and this happens every time we say the numbers, you hear a gasp 
or you'll hear, you can look at people's faces and see the reaction. No one, it's hard to believe. Imagine 439 mothers, and that's just what we have reported. Statistics from 2016, 439 mothers from central Louisiana, from our communities, chose abortion. Do you know what the numbers are in the state? In 2016, there were almost, and now this is a decrease, now keep this in mind. There were almost 9,000 babies aborted in the state of Louisiana in the year of 2016. It is. You can shake your head and you can frown your brow and you can gasp because go to bed tonight and think of those numbers. It's really hard to believe. It really is hard to wrap your mind around, but the bottom line is it's the truth and it's happening. Therefore, we understand the significance and the importance of talking about it. Nobody knows those numbers. So you may have thought a couple thousand abortions in the state of Louisiana in a year, maybe. Guess what? It's almost 9,000. It's almost, it's, it's just mind-blowing. So we need to know those numbers. You need to know those numbers so that when you are having conversation with the pro-life or pro-choice community, you can say, this is what we're fighting against. This is why we're fighting. Does that make sense? The statistics really, really are mind-blowing. So um, I know this might be a little small for you to see from where you are, but basically um, the bottom area talks about the abortion numbers per parish. And as a central Louisiana 12th parish area, that's where our number of 439 comes up. These are the statistics from 2016, as I repeat. Okay? Um, you'll see that in the, um, in the pie chart there, 29% of mothers in the age range from 20 to 24. That's your highest percentage of of um, mothers that chose abortion in that particular age range. And then we go to, uh, really, if you look at 20 to 29 years of age, that takes up almost, or just a hair over, 50% of the abortions. That's your age range. You may have thought that it was um, your, your younger age group women, but it's actually not, although it's happening in their age group as well. Does that make sense? This, this is accessible on Louisiana Right to Life's page. Um, it's a really, really valuable piece of information, um, and it's really um, used, you know, you can educate yourself well with this information. Okay? Um, this is a um, video. Is it going to play for us? Oh, it's not going to? Maybe? I sh should have told you that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this video just really depicts, um, the title of it is The Miracle of Life. It's three or four minutes. If we can't see it, um, it's okay. But it just really will, I hope we can play it and have you watch and see the development that takes place. And It's just a nice piece to have. And if we can't, it's okay too. It's loading. I think I'm reading sign language back there. Yes. I can talk a little bit about this if you, if, um, yeah, just take your time. We can even do it at the end. But um, basically what happens at Seminole Pregnancy Center, as Brian mentioned, I'm there for the day-to-day -day operations, um, and my office manager and I like to joke, we are Seminole Pregnancy Center because we're the only two um, employees, which is really not true, but, you know, we are there on a daily basis. Um, 
and uh, myself as the director and an office manager who I've been so, so, so blessed and so fortunate to have her on board. Oh, it looks like we have it. You're amazing. a little video to kind of really um, help you reflect on the development and why we believe and why we know the truth that life does begin at conception. Um, 
the next slide will just talk about staff, volunteers, what happens at the pregnancy center. We have a list of over 240, I think, or maybe even close to 250 volunteers right now, which is amazing. We're in the process of contacting them. Volunteers will be vital to the functionality of the clinic. Um, we need them. We need, there's many different roles that volunteers can fill at a pregnancy center that employs two people. So uh, we're very, very grateful for all the volunteers and those willing to, to come out and support us. Um, services. I'm going to go over a little bit more in detail the services that we provide and in your brochure um, which you can take home with you it talks about the details of the services we provide as well. Um, mothers come in to see us who find themselves in unplanned crisis pregnancies. Um, we, they meet with a trained pro-life advocate who talks with them and discusses their their thoughts, their options, what they are thinking, what they're planning, if they have any plans, if they have any thoughts. Um, we then verify that they do need a pregnancy test. We perform that pre pregnancy test. Heidi and I are both nurses, so it's, a, it's an advantage to have us as nurses working in the center as well. So we perform the pregnancy test, and then we schedule an ultrasound if that pregnancy test is positive. And I will break here. In fact, I don't even know Pastor Brian um, knows this yet, but we saw a young lady on Friday who indeed needed a pregnancy test, and um, she was one that had a look of hopelessness and um, that was the, that's the best word I could come up when she left. I thought about her and prayed about her for her all weekend because she looked so hopeless. And we had a scheduled ultrasound this morning and I asked her to return to the center um, after her ultrasound and she came back and um, she looked like a completely different person and she has chosen to parent, um, which we are very, very um, grateful. It gives me chills. So we're excited. This is why we're here. This is why we're here. So 80%, um, it shows statistically speaking, that 80% of women after they see their babies on ultrasound choose life. So that's why we feel it's such a unique service at the center to have the ultrasound there and available because they see it's not just a clump of cells. This is moving, this is sucking their thumb, this is kicking, this is flipping, this is sleeping, this is a baby inside their womb and when mothers see that it's just a really really vital tool to teach them um, about the life within the womb we call the ultrasound the window to the womb it's because it actually is it's a vital piece so um, we will schedule the ultrasound um, we provide education gosh what I'm seeing is that we're providing education at every single visit education um, begins from the moment they walk in the door. Um, but beyond that, if they agree to come back, which we haven't had any to say no, actually, they agree to come back, we have a program that we provide education for them. Anything from fetal development, to labor and delivery, to parenting, to breastfeeding, to care of a newborn, all the way to potty training. We have this amazing program. It's called Earn While You Learn, and I'll touch on that in just a little bit. But it's an amazing program that offers education to mothers when they come back. How wonderful. We're not only saying you're pregnant, here's your baby, now good luck. We're saying come back, let us help you, let us support you. We've had mothers come back just for counseling visits to talk with their pro-life advocate that has been a support to them. We have, a, we have our clients do, um, okay, I, I thought so, just wanted to make sure. Um, we have our clients do an exit survey after every, um, after the first time they visit, and I wish I had those exit for surveys to read to you. Mothers are saying things like, 
They were so kind. They were so welcoming. I didn't think she would pray with me. It was such a professional environment. I mean, we're getting feedback like it's, it's amazing and beautiful. So um, we talked about the ultrasound. Okay, all right. Um, you can go on, and we just briefly talked about the education that we provide. You'll see this is actually an image from our, these images are from our um, clinic, by the way. I should have said that. This is in our clinic room. And you'll see those fetal models, the box with the different size babies. Um, this is um, a valuable teaching tool that we use with our mothers. It contains a set of fetal models. And Brian, Pastor, would you mind going ahead and um, pass? We brought one for each of you here today. Um, as a reminder that when you hold this fetal model, um, in your hand, you're hold, this is the size of a 12-week-old infant. If we do a sonogram on a mother who's 12 weeks pregnant, this is what you're going to see. A fully, a fully developed child inside the womb. Um, you noticed, I don't know if you did or not, but on the video it talked about how 11 or 12 weeks they're already sucking their thumb and they actually, it's been shown that they have a preference of which thumb they suck. Um, in my office, I actually have a, a sonogram picture of my daughter, my middle daughter, who at 11 weeks we did a sonogram and she was sucking her thumb. And it's clear on the, on the sonogram picture. It's amazing. So um, that fetal model that you see in the image actually has the size of the 12-week baby that you now have, um, a 20-week baby, a 26-week baby, and a 32-week baby. And they're just a really valuable for someone to see and to be able to touch. And you'll notice the feel. It even has a different, you know, a different feel to it. So it's a really good teaching, um, teaching tool for mothers and the public as well. Okay? And you'll see there at the bottom it talks about the Earn While You Learn program. I'll, I'll touch on that in just a little bit. Um, we have a boutique, and actually when mothers come back for the education, they have ways, different ways of earning what we call boutique bucks, which is like our money, the Sin Law Pregnancy Center money, and we have a, a little voucher that we give to them. You come to the education class, get, guess what? You get a positive reinforcement. You get a boutique book. And now you can go shopping in our boutique, which has diapers, wipes, clothes, socks, um, even maternity items. We're getting a few maternity pieces of maternity clothes and slippers and things like that that mothers, you know, are a comfort to them. And the, physical, the, the material resources for their children as well, diapers, wipes, clothes, things like that. So it's really a, a great um, incentive for them to come back to the center and us. That way we can continue building that relationship with them. And we don't, you know, they have to be an established client of the pregnancy center to be able to take part of the boutique program. They can't come and us just give them material items. They have to actually earn it. And there's, there's many different ways besides education that they can actually earn the boutique books. It's a really, really neat program. This Earn While You Learn program was written for pregnancy centers. It was developed for pregnancy centers, and that's the, that's the way that it works. Okay? It's proven to be effective. And these are just some um, different shots from inside the, the center that I thought you might like to see. We have a prayer room that is really... It, it's someone walked in the other day and they said, the spirit is tangible in here. And I couldn't agree more. It's, um, it's a, a nice, reflective environment where anyone is welcome. Heidi and I start our day in there every morning, praise God. 
And uh, it's a really reflective environment that just, there's reading material, there's, it's quiet, you'll see the, the cross, there's a kneeler, there's, there's lights, it's just a, a nice area to have. Um, consultation room, this is where the clients meet with the, with the um, pro-life advocate, and this is where the counseling is done. Um, you'll notice our entrance, too, it's more of a, uh, more of a clinic-style entrance, but it's, it's, it's really nice, it's turned out wonderful. <clears throat> this is one of, the, one of my favorite quotes because um, how did we get to where we are today? Not by Pastor Brian alone, not by myself alone, not by um, anyone on their own. This is a quote from Mother Teresa that says, I can do all things you cannot, you can do things I cannot, but together we can do great things. It takes a community such as what we have seen so far. This community has been so supportive and so so encouraging. This has been a hard task. This has been, this has been a, a big task and um, the, the community sees the need for it and they have come out in numbers to support us. So, um, you know, I believe that this is a community effort and we will need the continuation of the community support um, to, to thrive and to, to provide the services that we're, we're there and, and to get the job that the Lord wants us to do. Why are we there? We have to continue to go back to that question every single day. Why are we here? So um, there's some different ways that you can support Sinaloa Pregnancy Center. We need your prayer. Pray for us, please. Um, online, you can go to sinlawpc.com if you would like to make a financial donation. You know, these things don't come for free. That's just the, that's just the realistic, realistic part of, of running an organization, a ministry. So if you would be so gracious and, and prayerfully consider making a financial donation um, for such a good cause, you can do that. Um, online donation is really the easiest way. Um, there are other opportunities of making, you know, supporting us financial, financially. We have just started this month um, our baby bottle campaign. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it before. It's a very common um, fundraising technique that pregnancy centers use and it's where someone a representative from a, the pregnancy center goes to that particular church that's agreed to do a baby bottle campaign and someone goes and talks about the center briefly at the end of the service end of mass talks about the center talks about the pro-life cause and then everyone I love how the children do it too everyone's invited to take a baby bottle I have a few here I just brought just for for show they're here on the table everyone's invited to take a baby bottle and to bring it home fill it up with loose change, and bring it back to their church the following weekend. And then the pregnancy center representative goes and collects the bottles. You would not believe when everybody takes their loose change at home and puts it in a baby bottle and brings it back how that, you know, how much we can actually earn and how much we, you know, we, like I said, we have to have the finances to support the services that we're providing. It's the bottom line. So we're starting our baby bottle campaign. I just went to Sacred Heart in Pineville um, last Thursday evening. They did, um, they did one for us. And we're starting, Pro-Life Month is January, so we're starting uh, really heavy this month. So if you um, pastors at churches, you know, individuals in different churches, if you're interested in having a baby bottle campaign at your church, don't hesitate. Come talk to me. We'll, you know, we have to get permission from the pastor, and we can walk you through it, okay? Um, and then uh, this, is a, this is a great quote that I know Pastor Brian likes, and it's becoming one of my personal favorites, too, from Dr. Seuss' book. Uh, a person's a person no matter how small. 
You know, the size of someone doesn't, um, doesn't make a difference. Everyone, we are, we are created with intrinsic value, and that's what makes us a person. You know, the size doesn't matter. Just because that baby needs to stay in his or her mother's womb and doesn't, you know, doesn't give her or his life less value than you or me. Every person has life and value. And that's what we have to, um, we have to educate ourselves and our families and our communities. Um, I'm going to say a couple more things and then I'll be done. Because one thing, you know, we opened our doors on December 4th. So it's all, we had our one month anniversary last week. And um, we've seen almost a dozen ladies, a dozen mothers that have come to the doors. And that may not sound like a lot, but in the history of brand new pregnancy centers, for the first time in a community, it's a lot. So it's been really busy. Um, and what I'm, I'm gonna tell you, not everyone that walks through the door wants an abortion. Everyone that has walked through our doors has been in what I call crisis mode, okay? They have, there's been an unplanned pregnancy and they're not exactly sure what they wanna do. A lot of them know that they don't want to abort their baby. They want to carry their pregnancy. But when you start talking about abortion, because as we go through the, the discussion process and the counseling process, we always bring up abortion. We always talk about what are their views. The response that I'm getting is blowing my mind. You know what their response is? Well, whatever. To each his own. It doesn't matter. That's a problem. business. Yes, it is a problem that you don't have an opinion on whether abortion is right or wrong. That's a problem. So I, I'm, not, I'm not blaming anyone. It's our, you know, unfortunately our society has given this false lie to, and, and people, especially, and we've seen, you know, younger, typically our girls we've seen are younger. It's not okay. So it's up to us who know the truth to educate. up after a preacher up here. <laughs> it's, it's never fair. It's never fair. But thank you so much for having us today. This is what we want to do. We want to get the word out about Seminole Pregnancy Center. Pray for us and please consider supporting us. Um, it's, it's vital. Okay.